Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. I hope everybody had a good start to 2024. Got first week down of 2024. Uh, Kind of surprising to think about. Um, Shout out to all teachers returning to work tomorrow and all students as well. And let's make it a great spring semester. Going to talk a lot about basketball today and then we'll talk some NFL um, thoughts kind of going into the playoffs. Um, we have a clear picture of the NFC playoff situation. AFC, uh, a little bit murky. It'll, it'll all be decided tonight with the Dolphins and Bills game. So let's jump right into it, and let's jump right into it with another win over the University of Texas. <laughs> bad week to be a Longhorn fan. Uh, <laughs> you, you lost in the Sugar Bowl, and then you come back on Saturday, and all this talk, everything you've been talking smack about, and then you lose in the Big 12 opener to Texas Tech. Texas Tech, they're not starting 0-8 this year. They're 1-0 and in Big 12 play. Huge win. Probably the last time you have to go to the mood and to the People's Republic of Austin to play. And what a great showing by this Texas Tech basketball team. You know, there were some distractions, and we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Um, but what a what a huge win for Tech, uh, especially to start this Big 12 season off. And um, just real impressive. You know, Warren Washington, real impressed by him. Toussaint, certainly, and Pop Isaacs, obviously, had had a great game as well, and just you know, it, it was a it was a complete team effort for this team, and I think that's what I think that's what you're going to have to have uh, for success. You you don't have, um, I don't think you have a a one player that you can just one hundred percent rely on to be your points guy. I mean, you're going to have to have you know those those efforts at the top. You know, Tucson had a great first half. Um, you know, Warren Washington, great game. Um, Pop Isaacs had a great game. I mean, you're, you're going to have to have just these collective efforts to, I think, win games this year. And then and that's okay. I mean, you know, Texas Tech, the, some of the, your, your most successful Texas Tech basketball teams have been built on really uh, the team concept versus one individual star, you know, uh, you know, running, running the show. And I think that's what you're, you're going to have to ha- see here, but you know, this is a huge win. You, 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 you get yourself to one and zero with a road win in the big 12, which that's hard to come by. And you, you now, um, this week you've got, I, I think two very eminently winnable games, um, playing Oklahoma state and then uh, on Tuesday, and then you'll be playing Kansas state on Saturday. <coughs> I think you can win both of those games, um, but I mean, it's still the big 12 and, and we saw that last night with what, you know, everything else that went, uh, went into play, but you know, I think it'd be huge for this team. If you can get, if you can take care of business this week at home, you get yourself to three and oh, and then you get, you get to go play, um, you know, one of the contenders for the big 12 championship in Houston at Houston. Um, but you know, got to take care of your business this week, you know, both the, you know, Oklahoma state. Gave gave Baylor all they could handle yesterday, um, and then Kansas State kind of gave a pretty pretty rude welcoming to UCF in the Big Twelve. But 
Um, you know, I, I have to say, I, I think of the, of the games last yesterday, I'm pretty impressed by, by Texas Tech. Um, I thought they would probably in my, in my heart, I really thought they'd probably lose this game. Uh, um, you know, we just hadn't seen a lot of, you know, quote unquote, oppressive wins so far. Um, you've seen some struggles. You saw some struggles with uh, losing Devin Cambridge, but yeah, I mean, this is by far the most impressive win all year. And, you know, you just hope you can build on it and you have a, you have a really good opportunity this week, um, playing Oklahoma state and Kansas state, I think to get yourself to three and O and I mean, what a, what a turnaround from last year when you start off, oh, and eight, you're, you're wondering throughout a lot of last season at the beginning, is this team going to win a big 12 game at all? And, um, but you know, it's early and it's, you've got the big 12 clearly is the best conference in college basketball. And, you know, certainly, you know, you could turn around Tuesday and lose to Oklahoma state. You turn around Saturday, and lose to Kansas state. So you just got to come out playing, uh, playing strong, but I um, you know, looking around the rest of the conference, um, it's going to be a battle all all season long. I mean, I was real surprised by BYU losing to Cincinnati. You know, TCU almost got it done against Kansas. You know, I know there was some controversy there um, at the end. Um, Oklahoma, real, real impressive victory. They, they look really strong this year. Um, and then, you know, Houston, obviously, they just put the hurting on um, West Virginia, who I think is probably going to be the worst team in, in the conference this year. But yeah, great win. Great win for Tech Basketball. Um, and let's talk a little bit about the situation, the distraction. I'm not going to say a whole lot about it um, because I, I really am a believer in, I think the legal process should play itself out. And I'm not a legal expert. And quite frankly, none of us were there that night with the event in question. Um, but, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, and this, this, this whole situation had kind of bubbled up. Um, I remember seeing the rumors about Drew Steffi, why he was leaving. Uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday of last week. And, um, you know, everyone kind of was alluding to the story. And then you have the civil, the civil uh, suit drop against Pop Isaacs on Friday. Um, couple things I do want to say though. Number one, I think Texas Tech is handling it in the right way. Um, and, and the reason I say that is, you know, it, it's been in, it, it sounds like Texas Tech's investigated um, the allegations. They've, they've turned it over to the Title IX uh, people at Tech and, you know, it's been investigated. Um, you know, clearly, Typically, when you file a civil lawsuit, that typically comes after clearly there was there there was not enough evidence for a criminal case to be built, um, and so you know I, I think ultimately Tech's doing the right thing. I think they've investigated it. I mean, I know I mean they're taking heat from from people, and certainly you know the Texas fans let Pop Isaacs have it last night booing him every time he touched the ball you know there's been all sorts of which by the way if you're a texas fan um y'all played arturio morris the entire year last year and that dude actually was charged criminally for stuff so get off your high horse and don't be throwing stones when you live in a glass house texas 
Um, you weren't going to fire Chris Beard until there was pressure. I mean, you you kind of um, your your athletic director handled it pretty poorly. I mean, the the it, it almost it was like the eleventh hour the the day after Chris Beard was arrested that we weren't even sure if he if he there was possibility he was going to coach that game that night. So don't you know don't try to put, get get on your high horse, Texas. Because you don't have a high horse. You know, you don't know the situation. This is not, and I will say this, this is not like the Baylor football situation. This is not, there's not a cover-up. You know, I think McCaslin and I think the tech athletic department, I think they've done everything legally that they they can. And and that's the key thing. You know, um, know, we can talk about the morality and everything of that. And, you know, certainly I have my thoughts on that. But, um, you, you have to divorce yourself of the emotions regarding the morality of what happened. And you have to look at it through the eyes of uh, what, what was – if it's legally right or wrong and what they should do. And, and you know, ultimately based on w- what's been investigated, you know, there, there isn't a legal reason why – Pop Isaac shouldn't be continuing to play, um, and you know, and I get, I get there. Are, there are fans that are outraged. They feel like you know, Pop Isaac's did wrong. I understand that. I would say a couple things to that. Um, if you've been around athletes, most of them don't act like angels, and I will, I will and I'm not excusing the behavior. I don't. I think. I think there were some bad decisions made by a lot of people in the Bahamas, um, including, quite frankly, Drew Steffi's dad, which all reports seem to indicate he was providing alcohol to uh, players and his minor daughter. Um, so I think a lot of bad decisions were made. Certainly, I think Pop Isaacs made some bad decisions, but there's a difference between a bad decision and, you know, something that is illegal and I, I, there's a high hurdle and I don't think that hurdle's been met. Um, and there's just, it's, it's a, it's a messy situation. I I think they're going to have to navigate through this. Um, and you know, credit them taking care of business last night in Austin with, you know, there were people thinking, is this going to hang over their head? Well, I think first of all, it's not because, They've pretty much, I think, known that this was going to be the outcome since December 14th when when the accusations were first made. Um, and so I don't think it's going to be a tech basketball problem. I think it's going to be more of a Pop Isaacs, Steffi problem and, you know, may, may the legal system work the way it should. That's, um, you know, and and – that's what's what's good about our country is we have a very good legal system that's fair and you know we can we can express our opinions and say well we think this is going on we think this guy's out for money blah 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 i you know i, I like i said i think i think there's been a lot of bad behavior that it happened um, and I don't think anybody's hands are clean in this um, more morally. 
Um, and But there's a difference, again, between morally and legally. And that we have to just remember that, um, you know, moving forward. So I really don't want to talk any much more about it. Um, and really, I wasn't going to talk about it until the lawsuit was filed just because I really, I really don't like to engage in Twitter rumors and innuendo. You know, we had the whole situation last year where there were all these things floating around about Mark Adams. I didn't, I didn't like what I was hearing, but again, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want, I'm not a tabloid podcast host. I try to deal in facts and, um, Clearly, you know, we're this will be this will be around, and, and and I'm sure it's going to be talked about. And you know, I thought McCaslin handled it uh, really well in the in the press conference post game. Um, and I, you know, I, I think I think the fur, uh, fervor over it's probably going to blow over um, until there's more court proceedings. Um, I will say this. It might be a good idea, and you're not going to one next year, but it might be a good idea to maybe take a break from island tournaments for a while because Texas Tech's now two for two with drama at, in the island. Um, you know, and really the Bahamas as a whole. Um, I remember it was about 10 years ago, UTEP went to the same event, the Battle for Atlantis, and this was where Tim Floyd almost got in a fight with Andy Enfield. Um, which he should have. He should have whipped up on Andy Enfield because that dude's a bozo, jerk. Um, but then you had two UTEP players that ended up uh, betting on sports in the Bahamas. And, you know, NCAA rules are pretty clear. They were suspended. Well, basically, they lost their eligibility um, at that point and kind of kind of hurt the Hurt the rest of the year for UTEP. I mean, UTEP had, a, I think, a pretty decently strong team, but you lose, you basically lost three players out of the whole deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it might be a good idea to take a break from these island tournaments. Um, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old people make dumb decisions. I, when I was 18, 19, and 20 years old, I made dumb decisions too. Um, probably everybody has been in that situation and maybe it's a good idea to take a break from Island tournaments for a while. I mean, although having said that last year's drama, what 18, 19, 20 year olds making dumb decisions. Apparently it was adults that should know better making the dumb decisions. But, um, yeah, it's, um, I think, I think right now it's just tabloid fodder. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people not coming out looking good on looking good in the situation. I don't think McCaslin's not looking good. I think McCaslin and like I said, the tech athletic department, I think they've handled it the best that they can. Um, but you know, beyond that, I think it's, it's, it's important for us to remember that there's a legal process and this is not going to be a case that's going to be played out on Twitter or on Reddit or any other place. That's just, people's speculations and, you know, well, we'll you know, let's let the courts handle the situation, I think, bottom line. So let's get away from that and let's talk NFL. <laughs> um, Cowboys are your NFC East champions. We do know who they are going to play. 
they will be playing the Green Bay Packers. Um, very interesting matchup, I think. Um, but this was a huge victory today for the Cowboys, um, getting yourself to the number two seed. What that guarantees is you are going to be, if you win, you're going to be hosting the, the divisional round. So you get, if you keep winning, you are guaranteed at least two home playoff games. Um, that's huge. Now you will have to go to San Francisco if you can finally win the divisional, which you haven't done that in 28 years. And yeah, that's, that's going to be a rough go if uh, what happened earlier in the year is any indication. And certainly it looks like San Francisco has kind of figured out their issues. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> so, but I mean, you can only, you can only control who you play. You've got Green Bay coming up uh, this week. You're hosting it at home. You've been, a, I mean, leaps and bounds. You're a better home team than a road team. And you know, that to me, there is 100% no excuse um, to lose this game. Um, you you ought to win. You ought to beat the Packers. You what? Now this could be a very delicious uh, divisional game because if the Lions can beat the Rams, then you set up the rematch, Detroit Dallas. After all that controversy, that'll be a fun matchup if if that comes to fruition. Um, cause you know, I think Detroit's a really solid team and really they probably should have beaten the Cowboys. Um, but yeah, that, that'll be very interesting to, to watch, but I mean, they, they've got a pretty tough matchup on, uh, on their own with the Rams. You've got Matthew Stafford coming back to Detroit. Um, that should be an interesting matchup. I think the Eagles probably cruise through Tampa Bay fairly easily. I know, I know Philadelphia is not playing very well, but I think, I think they're, they're just more talented than Tampa Bay. Um, so that'll set up um, – if, if that holds serve, that sets up an Eagles-49ers matchup. Um, and then Cowboys-Lions should be – but, yeah, could we be heading towards a third straight playoff matchup with the 49ers? And maybe his third time of charm, it's going to be the most difficult because you're going to San Francisco. And you've won, you've won an FC championships in San Francisco before. So maybe – I don't know. But they got, but got to focus on the Packers first to take care of business. Um, the AFC picture is murky. Uh, Kansas City is definitely going to be the three seed, so they will host next week. Um, the sixth seed at this point, depending on tonight's game against the Dolphins and the Bills, it could be the Dolphins, could be the Bills, could be the Steelers. Um, of that choices, I don't want it to be the Bills. I think that would be the team that could most likely beat the Chiefs. I mean, ultimately, I still don't think it's the Chiefs' year this year. But, you know, I think you could still maybe at least get yourself into the divisional round. Um, you know, you would play – who would you play? Who's the two seed? Let me look that up real quickly. Oh, the two seed's going to be either Miami or Buffalo. I mean, so, I mean – I think you can beat Miami um, in Miami. Buff again, Buffalo. Buffalo's had your number in the regular season. You've been able to beat them in the playoffs. I still would rather not play them in the playoffs if, if, if at all possible. But um, should be interesting. 
We'll find out matches, I think. I think it's later on tonight, or it could be even, I don't know, but we'll find out matches. Here's my prediction. I think the Texans probably will get the early Saturday game. That's usually how it works when the Texans, which, by the way, just go ahead and give D'Amico Ryans the coach of the year. I mean, 10-7, and C.J. Stroud, you, I mean, this is a, the Texans have been a dumpster fire the past three seasons. And, you know, what a, what a turnaround for them to get in the playoffs. Huge for them. But I do, I think they'll probably be the early Saturday game. And then it'll be interesting to see what, what, where the other games shake out. I think the Chiefs will probably be a primetime game of some sort, whether it be Saturday the Sunday game or Monday, and, and then I think the Cowboys certainly will be a primetime game as they normally are as well. Um, I really don't want them to be the Monday Monday game because if you win, I want you to have plenty of rest to time between um, the games. So we'll see what happens, but should be a fun playoff weekend. I will do um, – I'm going to try and do this Friday. I do have games, basketball games that I'm, I'm working, but – I'm going to try and do this Friday um, some sort of NFL prediction show where we go through and I will give you my official predictions for the playoffs and my official Super Bowl predictions. We'll see if I can somewhat get it right this time. Um, who did I have? I think I had 49ers Chiefs last year. So I am I am actually done pretty decently. I've, I've gotten... Since I've made predictions, this will be my third year to make predictions. I have gotten at least one half of the Super Bowl matchup each year. You know, two years ago I did say it was going to be the Rams. Um, I didn't have the Bengals. I think it was who did I? I think it was Rams and Bills um, two years ago, and then you know this year and then last year I had Chiefs. I think it's the Chiefs Forty Niners. Um, so I will give you my predictions. Um, on Friday, and we'll kind of talk through it, but it should be a fun playoff matchup. We got the Super Bowl in Las Vegas this year. How fun is that going to be, you know? Um, and we do have a national championship game tomorrow. We can't forget about that. ESPN certainly has, but that's because um, both teams are in conferences that the ESPN doesn't televise. So um, I am rooting for Michigan. I would not be disappointed if Washington wins, but – um, you know, I, I'm rooting for Michigan. I like Jim Harbaugh personally. Uh, you know, I thought he was a great NFL coach and, uh, I think there's a very high possibility he could be an NFL coach again, because, um, I, I think it, I think certainly it would make sense, you know, win your national championship tomorrow and you're going to have some NFL teams come calling what would be a good fit. That would be kind of the, the ultimate question of what would be the best fit, for him, and it's going to be interesting to see what jobs open up tomorrow. You know, usually the Monday after the last regular season week in the NFL, they call it Black Monday because you have coaches being fired. You know, we've already had the Chargers uh, coach fired and the Raiders coach fired. Um, it'll be interesting to see w- what direction it goes. Could we see Bill Belichick um, not with the Patriots anymore? That's going to be a very interesting thing to watch. Um, I think certainly Ron Rivera is probably done with the Commanders. And I like Ron Rivera. I thought he did a great job in Carolina. Um, I really didn't understand why he took that job with Washington. Washington has just been a – it's been awful with Dan Snyder as the owner. They do finally have new ownership. So maybe they can get back to what they were in the – I mean, you go back to the 80s and early 90s 
when Joe Gibbs was there, I mean, they, they were rocking and rolling. And they just, I mean, they are, they, they're the, I mean, you know, you could say, oh, the Cowboys are a laughing stock, but the Cowboys, you know, they at least make the playoffs. They disappoint in the playoffs, but they at least make the playoffs. The Washington Commanders, whatever their name is this week, they, I mean, they don't even make the playoffs. Uh, it's just, they're, you know, they're just kind of, and nobody goes to their games and their stadium's a dump. So they got a, they got a long way to go. Um, but I do think that that job probably opens up. I think Atlanta's job opens up. And well, did y'all see the kerfuffle today between um, the Falcons and the Saints? And the irony is, both of those coaches could be on their way out the door. I think certainly the Falcons coach Arthur Smith probably is. Saints, I don't know about. Uh, oh, and I forgot the Panthers. That job's already opened as well. Their owner, he is auditioning to become the new Dan Snyder. It seems like. Um, for what he's been doing uh, over there. Um, and then looking at the AFC South, a lot of rumblings about, you know, possibly Mike Vrabel. Could he be someone that maybe goes back to New England as the head coach? And uh, Tennessee's in a rebuild mode for sure. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see, I, I, you know, Derrick Henry, I, I see him probably not going back to Tennessee next year, Tannehill for sure. Um, I think they're going to be in a pretty big, big time uh, rebuild. Jets coach Robert Sala, do they get rid of him? I mean, it's the Jets. They are a, just a reservoir of disappointment. I mean, I, I complain about being a Cowboys fan, but you know, at least we've won Super Bowls in the past thirty years. They haven't won a Super Bowl since like nineteen sixty nine. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty rough. You know, um, so I think the any other the other jobs I'm trying to think through uh, NFC West. Um, I don't see any of those jobs opening up. Some people were saying, "Oh, Pete Carroll is going to get fired." I think he might re- he could retire, I guess, but um, you know, I I don't see that happening. But it'll be interesting to see um, who gets who gets fired and who gets who replaces those. Uh, coaches, I th- I do think the Raiders probably stick with Antonio Pierce. Um, they really should. Um, he's he's really done a, I think a really great job for them. And you know they made the mistake last time of you know going for a splashy hire and not retaining the interim that did really well for them. So maybe they've learned from their mistakes. Who are we kidding? It's the Raiders. Do they ever learn? <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, here's the plan for next week. I will do um, an NFL prediction show Friday, and then Sunday, well, hopefully Sunday. I'm going to try and do it after the Chiefs and Cowboys game um, this week. Hopefully, neither of them play on Monday night. We'll see. But um, I'll I'll do a normal episode. We'll have plenty of basketball to talk about. We haven't even talked about the Lady Raiders. Huge win for them yesterday against Kansas. Really a much-needed win after... Um, they had a really tough loss Wednesday against, you know, crazy Vic Schaefer and his, his Longhorns. Um, so you're 2-1 and one right now, Lady Raiders are, in Big 12 play. Um, most people are saying if they can get to 9-10 to 10 wins in conference, you're probably going to solidify yourself as an NCAA tournament team. So very important win yesterday against Kansas. Um, I think they're going to be kind of very close to that line. Um, right now. So anyway, so we'll have plenty of basketball to talk about. We'll talk NFL 
And I hope everybody has a great week, and I will see you next week. By the way, if you're in the Panhandle, stay warm. We got we might have some blizzard conditions tomorrow. We'll see. But hope everybody has a great week, and I will see you next week on the Chris Carpenter Show.